This is Yep, I Did That with Amanda and Jonna. Hello. Hi. I hope that that's in there. It will be. Good. Um, how are, uh, hi, I'm Amanda. <laughs> and I'm Jonna. Jonna usually does the introductions I first, do. so I was just like way thrown off. Also, you just used like a weird accent when you said my name. Did you hear it? You're like, Jonna. No, because whenever I am like, so whenever we went out on like Friday night, uh, we went and grabbed a drink before we went to the show and Jonna like paid the bill. Yeah. And uh, I was like, Aaron, where's Jonna? And he was like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm the Jerry of the night. Yes. And so then I was like, I always, whenever I'm calling you or I'm like, where is she? Or you're doing something. And I'm like, stop it. And I call you Jana most of the time. Yeah, you do. And I always go, Jana. That's Come true. on. And so that's probably why. It's Drunk always Amanda the- came out for a second. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Although we aren't actually drinking excessively right now. No, we're not. We're um, keeping it in that moderation. We are. Yes. I believe in excess in everything. Except moderation. <laughs> uh, I'm Jonna. Yes. She's Jonna. I'm Jonna. <laughs> and the other voice is Amanda. If she didn't say that, she probably did, but I'm lost track now. It's fine. Uh, this is Yep, I Did That. The I podcast. Didn't sing it. Yep, I did that. So good. That was a good one, right? That was a beautiful one. Um, podcasts where we talk about health and wellness, things that are either very hot topic or just things that are floating around the internet. Yep. And whether you should do it or not. Exactly. Sometimes or, we try it yeah. so you don't have to. Or Hence, if you yep, should buy that. into what the hot topic issue is. Yes. Amanda is a registered dietitian with a billion letters behind her name that gives us the science behind why these things are healthy for us or we should avoid them. Exactly. Yes. And sometimes I try the things, but most of the time, Jonna does. Yep. Usually I'm the guinea pig because I pretty much will try anything at least exactly. once. So. At least once. <laughs> the whoever out there is going to be like, oh, at least once. At I least can convince once. her to do so many things. <laughs> okay. Not anything illegal, guys. No, just with the health world. Yes. Okay. Everyone's going to start writing fake anecdotal stories just to see if you try stuff. <laughs> They're all, I consumed toenail clippings for a year. <laughs> and my gut health is beyond amazing. <laughs> the minerals in my toenails made my gut so strong. My bones have never felt better. <laughs> so much calcium. Okay. Anyways, what's new? Uh, so Jonna and I actually hung out outside of the <laughs> podcast this weekend and we outside of Rosebud's. We actually do out outside of the podcast and Rosebud's kind of frequently. Yeah. This one was a fun one, though. Yeah. This one was the only time it's been fun, though. This is the only time it's been fun. <laughs> Every other time, bore city. Exactly. No, but we went to Logan's show and Kyle was playing. Yeah. And it was so fun. It was so fun. We danced like crazy people. Yes. If you guys watched our Instagram stories, we took a minivan <laughs> to the show, which was fantastic. Did we ever post it? We probably, we probably did didn't. It. Okay, we were trying we to take a picture one. for so long, and everyone, Amanda, <laughs> I was not looking great. She, she was making really interesting faces <laughs> in every Instagram picture, not on purpose, which was really no. funny. And 
so I don't think we did, but we went in a minivan and it was such an awkward experience. Like we all crawled in. There was five of us and we're all just like sitting there and the driver really, I guess he said hi to Aaron, my husband, but he he didn't really say hi to anybody else. We didn't even hear him say that. And we're just sitting there and you know how like your Uber driver usually will just like go as soon as they're like the peppermint club. And we're like, right. yeah, like, that's where we're going. Like they click and then their thing takes them there, <laughs> their GPS. Um, so we're all just sitting there and um, Amanda's neighbor brought a friend and she was like, um, you can go now. You can go. We're good. Thanks. <laughs> but it was like awkwardly long enough. This story is probably not translating as well as, oh, as awkward it's... as it was. It was so awkward. It felt like we needed to be like, and begin. And drive. Yes. And then he didn't talk the whole time and all of us got car sick. Yes. And then we got out. And I felt the need to say it wasn't your fault. Yeah. It was. <laughs> the, it's because we took we went through the hills. If anyone lives in L.A., you know, that's a windy, tumultuous drive to yes. get from Studio City to West Hollywood. West Hollywood. So. And if you're in the back of a minivan and you're trying to look up Usher lyrics, it's really, <laughs> really bad. I was for like you. convinced that Logan was going to like hint at this Usher song. It was not Usher. It was not Usher. But I'm not going to tell you what song it was right now. Nope. But it was awesome. It was awesome. Um, but the show was fantastic. Super fun. We have so many dancing videos that I realize that I haven't posted yet. And I may just like sprinkle them in yeah, just for the enjoyment for sure. of people to like watch us be ridiculous for sure there's this thing in me i think a lot of it has to do with my enneagram number actually but like i feel so anti the so aaron and i have like played shows been around the music industry since we've been married pretty much and then aaron before then um and something about like la just brings out this side of me that i just want to be like F you, I'm actually going to have fun. Exactly. So whenever I go to shows, like friends shows, even showcases, I like cannot just be like the cool, mysterious artist. I'm like, I have to dance. Yes. And I want to make you all feel uncomfortable for being boring. Exactly. So like anybody there that was acting cool, I was like, I'm going to have to be uncool for you guys. And we were very uncool, but it was so fun. Everybody wished they were our friends. Mm -hmm. And I feel every person that I said we needed to get to dance, danced that night. Oh, yeah. It's contagious, guys. It was contagious. You only live once. How many times can you go be a stiff board at a show? Anytime you want. You can really just go and dance and enjoy yourself so much more. Exactly. I literally danced by myself while people stared at me. I loved it. I stared at you. And I was like, You did stare at me and you're like, this is great. Keep going. My neighbor recorded me and put it on Instagram, and I reposted it because I was like, "I am not ashamed of dancing." No, way but you know what you'd be ashamed about being boring. If I was just standing there like this yeah. with my arms crossed, we had a blast, and Logan and Kyle killed it. They did so good. If you have the opportunity to see well, Logan and James. Henderson, James was there too. He was playing drums. And James, <laughs> <laughs> poor James. If you have the opportunity to see Logan Henderson anytime yes. live, go take it. They will blow you away. Yes, they're going to actually be in Atlanta this weekend. If so, if you're in Atlanta, Atlanta, go. And then uh, Kyle won't be there. He'll be in Australia. But then they're going to be playing the uh, Little Rock, Arkansas State Fair. Fun. Uh, in uh, the, like October 20th or Perfect. something. So if you're in Arkansas or Atlanta, go. Go see, see him. Awesome. Yeah. That was fun. And, um, and other than that, 
That was my exciting thing. <laughs> we went really hard, guys. We went really hard. Otherwise, um, just taught and... I made Ellis go on coffee dates with me and take basic photos with me. It was great. Perfect. Then we had a three-year-old's birthday party. Fun. Uh, It was a Lion King-themed party. It was great. We ate dirt and worms. Perfect. Ellis got real pissed. I took it away from him. (laughs) You're all, I just read about food dyes. No, no, no. I actually made sure, because it was our friend Julie. Yeah. And she bought organic um, she bought the Trader dyed, Joe's ones. Uh, I don't worms. know if they were Trader Joe's ones, but they were like the naturally dyed nice. organic gummy worms. Nice. Way to be pretentious. I know. I actually like looked at it. And I was like, oh, I just did an episode about this. And uh, Lisa's going to get a shout out. She today in class was like, what are you doing to me? Now I went to the store and I like looked at the ingredients. We have something that I love to buy. And I was like, I can't buy this now. I can't eat this. Yeah. And she was like, I still bought Cheez-Its, but the other stuff, I was like, <laughs> good job, Lisa. You're making right? a better choice And she was health. like, I really liked it. And it's like things that I can actually do. Yay. And like. That's exciting. Know. Good job, Lisa. Yeah, good job. Yep. Taking, taking control. <laughs> um, I have one thing to say. Yeah. And then we can move on to our extremely fizzy episode that we have coming next. Uh, yeah. Um, so. We're, we restarted Parks and Rec for like the third time because <gasps> mm-hmm. Dietrich asked to watch Parks and Rec. Of course. And we started in season three. One and two are really not the best Parks and Rec seasons. Um, and something about something came up like something's the sexiest food of all of them. Or like, what's the sexiest food? One of the characters said something like I'm that. I'm sure it was Tom Haverford. Maybe. And Dietrich goes, Thai food. <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, oh, he's so pretentious already. He's already like Thai food and only from the rustic spoon in Toluca Lake. Thanks. <laughs> so anyways, that's my only thing I have to say. That's amazing. Oh, are food. you watching it with new eyes now that you know who each of us are? I love show? No. But maybe yes. I just think the whole <laughs> thing is really funny. It's all amazing. Yeah, Parks and Rec is amazing. Our character choices are or who we are. It's not our choice. It's just who we are are also amazing. It's true. I really? I feel like I need to make like a banner for myself that just says I'm proud to be a Hufflepuff and I'm proud to be Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> you should. Maybe just a shirt. I'm just going to make a shirt just for me that says Team Hufflepuff I'm a Jerry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm a Jerry Hufflepuff. He for sure would be a Hufflepuff too. Duh. It's okay. Aaron's a Hufflepuff too. Yeah, we're we're good. We're just it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Or he could be a Ravenclaw like Luna. Jerry. Yeah. Well, no. No. He's a Hufflepuff. He's a Hufflepuff. Um, it's fine. Okay. Well, I'm excited about this episode. Me too. Because actually, we've talked about the main topic of our episode so much on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Post a lot of pictures with it. We post so many pictures with it. Yep. We encourage everyone to partake. <laughs> we have them in our little mini fridge. That's We've what we get used to guess. them as coolers on our bodies. True. It's a multifaceted love that we have with this beverage. It is. And we're not talking about alcohol for once. No, we're talking about LaCroix. LaCroix. <laughs> if any of you are anywhere near the internet the past two weeks... LaCroix has been yeah. under some heat. 
under some scrutiny. Yes. So we are here to talk about why. Yes. And what what is all of this talk that's going on? Yes. And talk about like, where did this beverage come from? Why Mm -hmm. do we love it so much? And what America thinks about it? And then what all this hoopla should we be afraid of this Yeah, should we be afraid of it should we not be afraid of it and what do does because i think uh, because it's become so popular too there's been a lot of scrutiny whether it is healthy or isn't healthy Mm -hmm. and so we're going to kind of dive into that and then talk about our la croix exactly Yes. I can't do it. It's LaCroix to me. It's always LaCroix. Um, a girl at Pure Bar, she said LaCroix. And I was like, I say LaCroix. She's like, yeah, that's how you say it. The basicness of me has to say LaCroix. LaCroix. <laughs> I actually think she's probably more right than us. But Who knows? I mean, I LaCroix say many things wrong. straight. Yes. I know you're not busy or anything. You're not with busy your with like fighting a lawsuit. lawsuit. It's fine. Okay. Um, Fill yes. me in on sparkling water. So first... I just wanted to list the many names at which carbonated water has. Okay. So there is sparkling water, which is our favorite go-to to Mm -hmm. call it. Mineral water, seltzer, tonic, club soda, fizzy water, carbonated water, soda water, or just plain the bubbly. The bubbly. (laughs) Which also is champagne. It's also champagne. It's bubbly water. But bubbly just by itself sounds way better. Yeah. Um, so all of these are kind of within the same world. And it's Orger just Dietrich sour water, sour water. That's true. I forgot he used to call it that. Um, does he still call it sour yeah. water? I love that. Hold on to that. Always D. <laughs> um, no. So all of these are within the same thing. It's just there's little tiny variations depending of, on what's added or yeah, not. Yeah, exactly. And so basically sparkling water or seltzer, soda water, um, it's just water that has had carbon dioxide added to it to make it bubbly. Um, and this has been around since ancient times slash before when before modern medicine was really around. And so there's naturally occurring mineral water that comes from a spring and it's actually bubbling on its own. Oh. And so that's what like Pellegrigio or Pellegrino. I always do that. Pellegrino. What's Pellegrigio? I don't know. It's for sure a thing. <laughs> something. I can't think of what it is right now. All right. I'll Look it up. It out. <laughs> um, and then uh, like Topo Chico is a mineral water. And then there's a couple other ones. Those are like actually from spring. And then this just has carbon dioxide added to it to make it more bubbly. But there's nothing else being added to it mineral wise. Okay. Um, and then... There used to be a time whenever um, people would be going to spas because doctors were saying during that time that mineral water cured everything because at the time there was so much rampant stuff going on. No one really knew exactly how to diagnose or what was going on, but it was basically um, doctors were like, sit, drink, do anything in these natural springs. And so in... Niederselters, Germany, it was, became a very well-known spa in the 1700s that they would bottle their water and clay jugs and ship it all around the world. Ah. And so they called it in Turkey, it was called Seltsuyu. I think that's how Good you job. say it. And then in France, it was Eau de Seltz. Did and you then, practice these? No. <laughs> and then in the USA, it was called Seltzer. <laughs> We have such a beautiful language. Right? Isn't it just... Seltzer. Seltzer. And then France is like, it's 
Udesels. Yeah. It was very Italian with French. Yeah, every single language had an Italian it thing did. with it. Where I was like, Seltsu, you. <laughs> Definitely not Turkish. No. At all. Um, but yeah, the Americans always bring the class with seltzer. And it mm-hmm. stuck, obviously. Um, so that was in the 17, 17th century, 1700 or 16th century, 1700s. Um, Joseph Priestley in 1767 actually discovered a method of infusing water with carbon dioxide when he suspended a bowl of water above a beer, above a beer vat at a local brewery in Leeds, England. Oh. And so it was actually the water that was like, this is so disgusting. So I got this off of Wikipedia. Who knows if it's <laughs> true? But I guess the water that like the vat water that he like used, it was what was to protect the beer from mice or rats. So they would fall Ew. in the water and they would die essentially. And so he was like, I don't really know, but in his head, he was like, oh, this could be a refreshing beverage. Minus the rats, obviously. So he strained it. Yeah. Or he like saw how it was being like, it was bubbling. And so then he was like, oh, or like accidentally did something. strained it. I don't really know all that, but it just like in this Wikipedia article, it was like that water was what it protected from mice and rats. And then he thought it says... That he was like, he tasted it and thought it tasted good. So he offered it to his friends as a refreshing bed beverage. I hope there was no rats and mice like, in the one that he offered. I hope not. People would have died, right? I don't They're know. They're so gross and dirty. Um, but no. And so uh, everyone enjoyed it. And then in 1772, Priestley published a paper titled Impregnating Water with Fixed Air. Cute. Yeah. So it was the fixed air <laughs> is what that was like called that mm-hmm. like killed the mice and rats. So I don't really know the understanding of how it all was, but, but it was that like fixed air. We should start stuff using more titles like that, right? It, this it, episode impregnating water with impregnating fixed air. water with fixed air. <laughs> um, and then in 1781, carbonated water was produced on larger scales. Um, first factory was by Thomas Henry in England in Manchester. And then in 1783, J.J. Schweppes developed process to um, make bottled carbonated water. And like Schweppes, carbonated beverages are still like around yeah. today. And so it's crazy that that was started in 1783. Yeah. And then 1799, Augustine Thwaites founded Thwaites Soda in Dublin. And it's the first company to patent and sell under the name Soda Water. So oh. it had always been just called carbonated water up until this point. And then they patented and coined the term soda water and, and this time was that the first soda i wonder that's where it came from ah. and so this is basically the base and so okay. at this time most of the soda waters or the carbonated beverages were getting sodium added to it to so it could be closer to that natural like mineral spring water right so that it would taste that saltiness that you get from the, the natural minerals. springs yeah mm-hmm. um and then in the u.s Water was always known as soda water, and until World War II, um, that was due just because sodium salts being mm-hmm. added to it. Seltzer water was always known as soda water? Uh-huh. Okay. Um, and that's because of the soda, sodium right. that was being added to it. And then in the Great Depression, it was known as the two cents plane, because it only cost two cents, versus the three cents additional cost for a flavored sugary version ah. of it. So it was the two cents plane. I'll have a two cents plane. I'll have a two cents plane. 
Um, and in the 1950s, sparkling water and seltzer gained a lot of favor within the country, especially in the United States. Um, and seltzer is actually a German name. Obviously, it's coming from that town that I talked about, Nieder Seltzers. It's very popular there, obviously, because of the spa and it's the mm-hmm. natural um, occurring mineral water. And so seltzer water has no added sodium to it. And it became more popular around the 50s and 60s because it became more socially acceptable to be drinking whenever you added mixers to it. And so that's whenever they started doing whiskey and a splash of soda or vodka vodka sodas or all that because then it was like you're not just drinking straight liquor. And then it also was a way for it to be a little bit more diluted. You absorbed it better. All that jazz. So that's what got a big wave of popularity again. Was for cocktails. Was for cocktails. Which is also our favorite. (laughs) My favorite (laughs) cocktail is a Chilton. Have you ever heard of that? Yes, I've heard of it. It I've never tried it, but I think I've been with you when you've ordered it. It's so good. It is a salt-rimmed glass, and then it is soda water with vodka and just a crap ton of lemon squeezed in it. That does sound good. I don't love vodka. I do. (laughs) Not as much as wine, though. Like, I'm not... But if I do do a cocktail, I do prefer ones that have, like, a soda-y, bubbly thing to it versus ones that aren't. I mean, margaritas are the only other thing that I'll drink. But if it had a bubbly aspect to it, it would be even better. It would be fantastic. Maybe we need to make one. Let's make one. I'm sure somebody's made one. I was like, I'm sure one exists. (laughs) Please, no one tell us. Sparkling margarita. (laughs) Let us just hold on to the back. Sparkling margarita. I'm a sparkling margarita. Thanks. (laughs) Bye. I only drink margaritas that sparkle. I need glitter and bubbles in my margarita. Thanks. Nothing touches these lips that doesn't sparkle. No. <laughs> okay. Continue. No. So many jokes that can be made there. And um, in your face, so many emotions <laughs> passed. Yes. And then in the 1970s, um, it started declining in popularity because canned and bottled beverages. So like beer that we've talked about, like our parents, they chose beer. They didn't drink cocktails as much. Mm-hmm. That sort of thing. That's whenever it became more popular. So soda water, seltzer kind of declined declined um and then they started gaining popularity again in the 80s and the 90s and then a huge resurgence between 2004 and 2014 sales doubled Mm -hmm. and currently as of 2018 water bottle industry is 15 billion dollars and two billion of that is sparkling water wow that's being bought and um in the u.s we consumed 273.62 million gallons of sparkling water in 2017, which is up from 90.83 million in 2012. Wow. Yeah. That's a lot different. Yeah. That's almost like 200,000 million. (laughs) It's a lot, whatever it is. That was a big number. You're so good at math. <laughs> we did all you, know I'm not good at math. Did you go to one semester of college? Yeah. Oh my god. I wish I knew. Oh, I dropped out because of math. Have I not said that on <laughs> yes. this? <laughs> yes, you have. I'm really sorry. I'm really sorry that I put math in your face and you felt like you needed to try to do it. <laughs> 
I knew your insecurities and I, I pushed it have to add anything. I just don't know the words, okay? It's at least like Kyle's really good at math. It's quadrupled? Yeah, that's what I was going to say, right? I think. Let's do the it's math quadrupled. real fast. Um, but isn't it crazy? And that's in like six years. It's not even like a huge, crazy amount of time, like 10 years or whatever. It's really. Yeah. I mean, I started drinking it. I'm trying to think when I started drinking it. I would Three times. Hated it. Three times. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. Yeah. Um, I probably started drinking LaCroix is my first time liking sparkling water. Gosh, 2000, it would be 2008 that I started drinking it. So between then, I wouldn't have even tried it before then though. I mean, it's whenever it was still like not super popular. It definitely became, (sighs) I'm so cool. I started drinking it before it was popular. You were like way ahead of the game. It's like when you listen to an album and you only like it until people know about it. And then you don't like it anymore. Are you the original hipster, Jonna? (laughs) I'm the original hipster. Are you just like so humble and you're just like, I didn't even know I was setting a trend, but I you're did welcome. it. I did it. You're welcome. I did it for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't for me. It was for you. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Um, but basically, Jonna started this whole trend. <laughs> um, and then it just happened to coincide that a lot of studies came out about Coke and sugary Pepsi, like sugary beverages. So people um, were trying to avoid Causing those. a lot of health issues. And so that's whenever people stopped drinking as many sodas. Yeah. And they went more to the sparkling, sparkling beverages because you still want the carbonation or you still want to feel like you're drinking something like that. And you aren't getting all the yeah. sugar or the calories. Yeah, exactly. And you know that this obviously those numbers are huge and I just like it explains itself. But Topo Chico is now currently owned by Coca-Cola. Wow. And uh, SodaStream is owned by PepsiCo. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. So the big beverage companies are getting into and trying to own pieces of these sparkling water or natural realize. things because they realize that it's not sustainable in our health world right now and the way our health culture is going to keep pushing maybe they these sugary should just beverages. start worrying about the ingredients in their sugary beverages wouldn't that be grand <gasps> wouldn't it be grand yeah. but this is their way of maintaining just their dollar yeah. dollar bills okay. make those pentacles <laughs> make those pentacles <laughs> exactly um and so that's just the like abridged version of the history right. of um, carbonated beverages, but I don't think that I started drinking sparkling water until I moved to LA. I think that I would have it occasionally, yeah, in Lubbock, but not very often outside of my Chilton's in the coffee world. <laughs> in the coffee world, um, yeah, there's Tell a lot of pretentious it. Jonna coming out this episode. Oh, I thought uh, you were gonna say there's a lot of pretentiousness in coffee shops, and I was like, ooh, Jonna, revelation. <laughs> <laughs> no. I applaud it. No, I don't. Kind of. Maybe. If you're nice and pretentious, then I'm all about it. (laughs) If you're mean and pretentious, 
Can you be nice and pretentious? That's what I was about to ask. Like, I don't know if those two things coincide. Like, I if like they to can think like I'm exist. nice and pretentious. That's true. You are nice <laughs> and pretentious in certain ways. But I guess it would be more that sometimes pretentiousness can alienate people. Maybe judge me. I just like the finer things in you life. You do like the finer <laughs> things in life, like Thai food. Like Thai food, the sexiest, the of sexiest foods. of the foods. Um, in coffee, you would like a lot of times you'll be served espresso, or like if you get like a plate with like an, a macchiato, an espresso, uh-huh. and then a seltzer. Uh huh. Because you can cleanse your palate between, so you can taste it. It like wipes your palate clean. Nice. So it's like a sorbet. Yeah, kind of like are you immediately thinking Princess Diaries <gasps> instantly. <laughs> do you know what I'm talking uh, about? No, you wouldn't. Wait, I do know. I've you watched like Princess Anne Hathaway. Diaries. Yeah, I'm not Jess. Jess, Jess doesn't, doesn't like. like Anne Hathaway. Uh-uh. I have two friends that really don't like Anne Hathaway. Right, I don't Jess. Love I'm sorry Anne if you like Anne Hathaway. I can't remember. I like Anne Hathaway. Fine. I like. She doesn't her. bother me. Mia Thermopolis. I just haven't watched that movie in a long time. Oh, it's on Netflix right now. Everyone go watch it. And you can see Mandy Moore too. <gasps> Stupid Cupid. Stop picking on me. <laughs> Ooh, I got the biggest compliment the other day about my hair. Was is it, like, it looks like Mandy Moore. Uh, from This Is Us. Yeah, it does. It mm-hmm. has, you have the retro vibe right now yeah. with the bangs. I do. Yep. I was like, I take that as a huge compliment. They were like, I hope you're not offended by this. Well, it looks like Mandy Moore when they age her into the mom. Yeah. And they're like, whenever she's like the 70s mom, you look like her. And I'm like, that's a huge compliment. Thanks. Most of my hair, I've always said, I feel like, tangent, I feel like whenever I go in, I'm basically just like an evolution of like Cher <laughs> with the 70s. Like whenever uh, she was like sunny and Cher with yeah, the super straight long it. hair. And then she gets a little bit more crazy. And I'm she, pretty sure she had like the blunt bangs. Yeah. And like hair, or I feel like I've gone into a little bit of, um, like, I don't know if it's Joan Jett that had this, but where she kind of had like the bangs and it was like a mullet. Sometimes I feel like my hair looks a little mullety, which I'm cool with. I have never seen you in blunt bangs, I don't think, where it's like, no, I I wish I could. I have had those. Um, That doesn't flatter me. Well, I do like these ones. Thanks. I do too. This flatters me. It does. Thanks. Thanks. Just keep you telling really me how beautiful I am. Flattering right now. Thanks, Jonna. <laughs> I don't even know where this compliment came from, but I really appreciate <laughs> Your it. It's like sparkling. It's so beautiful. It's just thank you. Thank you. Well, and back to sparkling. It's a palate so. cleanser. It's so. a palate cleanser. Okay. So in the coffee world, it was always existing in the, for that. In Maybe at least shops. when I was there in it. Or then. your coffee shop. Yes. My coffee shop. Not so much. <laughs> no. No. Um, it's okay. But we digress. We digress. Um, yeah. So I had, I don't know. My bosses liked sparkling water when I was a nanny. So that's what got me mm-hmm. into it. They always had LaCroix. Yeah. I feel like your nannying situation really brought so much to light for you for like how you are today. Probably. I mean, they were very cultured. Yeah. They're very cultured. And one of them is from Australia. So. Yeah. And just a little bit more like open. I'm more to citizen things. of the world. <laughs> and that's probably why you also love trying to do Australian accents. You've been around it literally all the time. I can't do it, but I do you know try. what it is. I yeah. just can't do it. It's a Southern U.S. accent mixed with a British accent. 
Hundred percent it is. Well, then I could for sure do it. Try it. No, I did it last time. I have to practice. I'm going to practice, and then I'm going to come in one day and just be doing an Australian accent. So not. I can never do it because one of my best friends is Australian, and yes. she makes fun of it, <laughs> and it makes me self conscious. And so then you're like, I can't. But she does a really good American accent. I feel like it goes really um, like. Oh my gosh, what? So she just does a really good valley. Yeah, but that's how all of her friends that I've ever met do American accents. I think they just watch American reality television and then try to copy it. Solid. Fair. Reflection of us, so. So back to LaCroix. Back to LaCroix. (laughs) Back to this sparkling beauty. Um, There are things that, so obviously Jonna has been drinking it for a long time. I definitely got sucked in. Basically, I don't, I haven't drank Cokes in a long time. I did drink Diet Coke a lot during like college. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I stopped, I think right around the time, sorry, my bra's been weird. (laughs) Um, Digging it. So I think I stopped right around the time that I listened to that lecture talking about just Cokes in general and like the fat and stuff that we talked about. And so, um... I think that I was always looking for an alternative because sometimes I just didn't want water. Right. Um, and I wanted something else. So then I started drinking sparkling water. But for sure, LaCroix was LA. all L.A. And all pretentiousness that w- is <laughs> L.A. And hipster I know. culture. Everyone you know? would like make fun of <clears throat> us for like, well, I say us. And when I say us, I mean just like anybody ahead of the trend. Yes. <laughs> I'm just going to try to make myself sound like the most worst ever. The most, the most LA worst. Yes. person. Uh, everybody would make fun of it when I would post LaCroix stuff. Like, yeah. Such a hipster, blah, blah, blah. And now all y'all drink it. There's it's like true. two people left. And they're like the real hipsters. They're the ones that are like, uh, no, thank you. I will do my own thing. Yeah. I will not be defined by a can of sparkling water. I will not be defined by that. Thank you. So should we dig into what's going on? Well, I think we need to talk about why we drink sparkling water to begin with. Okay. So um, where people are going from the alternatives and seltzer has been around for a long time. Like John was just saying that it's been be, been used as a palate cleanser, but then it's right. also like Alka-Seltzer exists because it calms is your tummy. calming your tummy. So like there's health claims out there. And what I was saying, like in the 1700s, people were using it for curing everything everything and so um the question right now because it has become so popular is is it healthy for us or is it not healthy for us and so we're just gonna talk about that so you guys can drink your LaCroix or not with a clear conscience while we talk about it maybe maybe you're drinking a LaCroix yeah you right might be now. drinking one right now we're really repping this brand hard too there are knockoff brands mm-hmm. But the Trader Joe's one is one of our favorites. It's really we good. We actually prefer that one sometimes yeah. over LaCroix. Yeah. Well, I like the Spindrift, I mean, it's too. it's organic. Yeah. Spindrift is great, too. Yeah. Well, anyone who wants to support us, we're going to name all of you. Yeah. So did you, side note, have you watched John Mayer's live? Uh, he started a show. Uh-uh. Is uh, it on Instagram? Yes. So like IGTV show? Yeah, basically. But I don't think he did it like that. I think he just did it as a live and he made a backdrop and everything. And he just started pulling out random like Coke brands so that someone would start sponsoring. <laughs> did it work? It for sure <laughs> worked. probably worked. Well, um, LaCroix, maybe you yeah. should sponsor us to get some freaking good publicity yeah. <laughs> out about your brand right now. Yes. 
Oh, just okay. saying. Just saying. So as you guys already know that one side effect of drinking um, LaCroix or sparkling water or bubbly water, we're just going to say bubbly water, mm-hmm. um, is that we burp. Yes. So that is a negative side effect of this yeah. product. Um, yep. But that's also a negative side effect if you drink any sort of bubbly beverage, you know? And so it's just whatever. That's just something with it coming with it. But um, Penny's on the move. And so her tail is destructive. Um, but one of the health concerns is that people say that um, it's acidic. And so basically what happens that whenever we do drink the carbonated beverage or the carbonated water, carbon dioxide gets broken down into carbonic acid. And Mm -hmm. so there is an acidic component that's entering our body. Right. But it doesn't actually alter our pH pH or anything like that because our kidneys are able to break it down and diffuse it before it alters our blood pH. So our blood pH pH always remains the same. It doesn't increase acidity in our stomach. some people may be more sensitive. Like we've discussed that Jonna kind of had a little bit of heartburn. I did. I after had to having some, for a little while. Yeah. And so I think that like some people may be more sensitive to the carbonic acid. And mm-hmm. if you're drinking it a lot or consistently, then it could make you have a little bit more mm-hmm. of like acid reflex. But if you are drinking it pretty sporadically, you probably won't be experiencing anything like that. And that acidity won't be bothering you. Right. You know? Um, and then another thing that people are always concerned about is your dental health. Right. And That's so, like the main mm-hmm. one, I think. Yes. And I have a ton of like studies and stuff, but we're just talking. If you want to know the studies that were looked at, they're interesting. But um, basically what the concern is, is the acidity. Right. And so they think that it's breaking down your enamel or pulling calcium from your teeth or from your bones, <coughs> which goes into bone health. That so we'll kind of like, me. yeah, that was me. <laughs> Not Jonna. Don't worry. Her TB is not acting up. <laughs> Which we do need to do a TB wa- do. Uh, update bah, at the end. Um, and so we'll tie dental and bone health together. But basically for dental and the enamel part is that it's they looked at so many different things and like mm-hmm. sugary beverage, like carbonated beverage and a regular just like carbonated beverage that was water. And the sugary one did way more damage than the carbonated water right like it's still better than coke it's way better than coke and then it's also like one other study i found that it had just as much damage acidity wise as a glass of orange juice that's what i read so it's not like it's causing a Mm -hmm. ton of damage to your enamel so it's like if you drink again the same thing that we talked about if you drink a whole case in an hour, right? That could maybe be or doing like some if you're damage to your like teeth. Five glasses of orange juice a day, exactly. Like that's not good for anything, right. um, outside of vitamin C levels. And even then, like that's a lot of knows? sugar. That's a lot of sugar. Um, and so the enamel part for it, it's basically like it's. There's still a lot of studies that need to be done to look at it, but as of right now, there's nothing to say that it's affecting your teeth. And that's the main issue. And that's the main issue that most people have. The second is bone health, and that's leaching the calcium. And so this is the thing that makes no sense to me (laughs) at all that people are even, like, saying this. Because if you know how our bones are made up and what actually would be pulling calcium out of our bones, it's phosphorus. Uh And phosphorus is not in carbonated carbonated water. water. Phosphorus is in sodas. And so that's what is added to it in acetyl uh, or 
aspartame has um, phosphorus in it. And the same with like some other stuff, there's phosphorus added into Uh it. And so that's what's actually pulling calcium Mm. out of your bones. So if you're not consuming enough calcium to bind to that phosphorus and those phosphorus molecules are just floating around in your blood, it has to be bound to calcium in order for it to be surviving so in your body so it's going to pull it from your bones but that has to in, be bound and it's at least not, not in the one, sparkling not waters. in LaCroix it's not in LaCroix it's not in most of the mineral waters like right. that's usually just sodium right and so it's not that. really found in it if you have one that has phosphorus in it maybe don't drink it don't drink it <laughs> like if you're concerned about your bone health don't drink it you know and they even yep. looked at studies for like postmenopausal women or immunodeficient people and it was still that people who drank the sodas had worse bone health than people who just drank carbonated water all right so again don't be scared Mm -hmm. for your bone health right and then a reason to drink it that i've seen a lot of like health professionals say is it's pretty much the same as just drinking water yes it helps your hydration yeah it's going to help your hydration the same as drinking a glass of water exactly so drink it if you're more likely to drink it than not drink water yes or if your natural inclination is a soda then drink this or if you are not a water drinker drink this right for sure um and in one thing i read it was basically talking about how in chickens that were fed a diet that was higher in sparkling or like carbonated water. They actually had stronger bones. What? Mm-hmm. I wonder why. I don't know. So interesting. That was just like one study. And so yeah. obviously way more studies would need to be done to see like what My was happening so to like strengthen right your bones <laughs> from sparkling water. But in hens, it actually strengthened their bones. So... All right. Who knows? I don't know what other things were done in that diet, but the carbonated water was one of the things that they altered and looked at. Interesting. (laughs) Interesting. And then obviously it's thought to actually ease tummy pain Mm -hmm. um, and calm your stomach down. Yeah, if you're you're nauseous. Yes. Drink Drink a seltzer water. Yeah. And obviously you wouldn't want to probably drink one that has a ton of flavor if you're not feeling good. You wouldn't want just a seltzer. Like you can have that instead of ginger ale. Yeah. If you don't want the sugar, but you still want that like comforting feeling. Um, And so it's just, there is things with that. And I think it's again, based on you. So like you could handle that, but if you're drinking a ton of it, you're probably not going to find relief if you're having like nausea because you're going to get acid reflux. Right. And so it's like, cool. (laughs) Great. I feel awesome. But I also feel like a dragon. But I also feel like a dragon and I feel like something's in here. (laughs) Um, And so it's all based on like your own personal things. But if you're thinking about it in the general statement, is carbonated water healthy for you or sparkling water healthy for you or is it not? Mm -hmm. Overall, yes. All right. So now let's get into what's happening. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Um, basically there's huge dispute yeah about the natural flavors which we have talked about because yep. we were like what are they yep. what are these natural flavors that we're drinking <laughs> um, and they really really have been really weirdly secretive about them yes which is super annoying yeah like they should just be honest about it and it would be helpful for them probably yes um so i looked up the definition 
of natural flavor. But do you want to talk about the lawsuit first and then I will sure. go into this? So hold on. Let me pull up the exact wording of this lawsuit. So basically this lawsuit is saying that LaCroix used the word natural flavors, but when they lab tested their LaCroix, which is intense, I'm like, somebody cared enough to lab test their LaCroix. Yeah. Came back that there are some ingredients that they didn't feel like they considered natural. Now, they might be synthetic forms of these natural ingredients, um, but the question uh, mark is, is what is natural? Like, can a synthetic chemical that is a naturally occurring chemical be considered a natural ingredient because it's also naturally occurring? Okay. Question. Yes. I only read like a couple like ABC article and something else. And the way I understood it was that they just found this thing that also happened to be in cockroach insecticide. No, So, so I it, it's basically they're not upset that it's in being used for a cockroach insecticide. Well, they are upset. Well, I feel like that's the way they sensationalized it. OK. Um, but really what they're disputing is that this is not natural. Mm hmm. That's like actually the dispute Okay, that I think that they're synthetic, whether they're synthetic or natural. Got it. And the fact that these things in their different forms can be used in these different ways. Got it. I thought it was more about the whole Cockroach. Subway sandwich bread that had an ingredient that also happened to be used in yoga mats. <laughs> <laughs> different but no, I don't know for sure no but I like the same thing though like, yeah I thought it was that this thing is also used in um the I totally am just asking for clarification right. like I have no idea so I just thought what what I read it was that it was because they um found like they tested it they found that these natural ingredients are these three things that we're going to talk about this one linalool is mm -hmm. also used in cockroach insecticide and so i thought they were pissed about that so the plaintiff rice whoever rice is Le leonora rice leonora rice mm -hmm. what in chicago she illinois chicago mm -hmm. chicago chicago desiring a healthy natural beverage was led to purchase Lacroix sparkling water because of the claims made on its packaging advertising and website to be innocent naturally essenced um all natural and always 100% natural um, however, LaCroix, in fact, contains ingredients that have been identified by the FDA as synthetic. Um, and then okay. it allege it also alleges that those chemicals include limonene, um, which can cause kidney toxicity, toxicity and tumors, linalool, um, linalool. Actually, this next one's linalool, linalool. Propionate. 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 Mm -hmm. Which is used to treat cancer. And then linalool, which is in the cockroach insecticide. Okay. Insecticide. Okay, cool. So that just helps me in how I feel about it. Okay. <laughs> there you go. So basically it's saying you're using synthetic versus natural. This okay. isn't actually natural. Yes. Okay. Cool. Um, so... The definition of the natural flavor per the FDA. So this is what they're basing how they can label natural flavors. The term natural flavor or natural natural flavoring means the essential oil, 
oleoresin, essence, or extractive, protein hydrolysate, distillate, or any product of roasting, heating, or enzymolysis, which contains the flavoring constituents derived from a spice, fruit or fruit juice, vegetable or vegetable juice, edible yeast, herb, bark, bud, root, leaf, or similar plant material, meat, seafood, poultry, eggs, dairy products, or fermentation products thereof, whose significant function in food is flavoring rather than nutritional, Natural flavors include the natural essence or extractives obtained from plants listed in these places. Um, And so basically by that definition, they're able to say it as long as it's actually coming from the natural natural things. And so linalool is actually a terpene of alcohol Mm -hmm. and it's found in many flowers and spice plants. So if it's coming from the actual plant, then it's natural if they're creating the compound mm-hmm. that is essentially the same but it's a, the synthetic version then that is a lie right to the consumer and then limoline is limonene is actually it's crazy that you say that it's been found to like have kidney toxicity because it's, it's actually to fight cancer yeah it's a diterpene and so it's actually found in lemon and orange peel and so it's actually a phytochemical mm-hmm. obviously in this form it's not actually being used like that right um because if it's in a natural flavor you don't have any of those beneficial things it's just a flavor essence and so it's interesting that um i would just need to know why or how but it's interesting it's here's lacroix's statement back um they're all derived from natural essence oils from the named fruit used in each of the flavors there's no sugars artificial ingredients contained Mm -hmm. in or added to those extracted flavors all essences contained in LaCroix are certified by our suppliers to be 100% natural. Yeah. So, I mean, this could get us into, like, the essential oil debate. Um, but, yes, they are stating that they are not synthetic. They are all natural. Yeah. So, thus, therein lies the what next. Because, basically, they're probably going to have to get tested and see are they lying or telling the truth. Well, for sure. But especially if this lawsuit goes to court right. and they don't settle, which... It's so hard because we live in such a litigious world that it's hard to always back the person who's suing Mm -hmm. because it's like, why are you doing this? Why are you like, if it's not true, why are you trying to ruin our life? Why are you trying to ruin (laughs) LaCroix? But then it's also, it makes sense because it's like, we've honestly had this conversation. We love this product, but we've had this conversation where it's like, what are these natural flavors? It? Yeah. Like just list them. Say well, linalool. I mean, like limoline. a natural flavor is beaver anal gland. And that's what they use. Like in a, a vanilla flavoring, it can be beaver anal gland. There you go. Which, mm. yeah. <laughs> I'm <laughs> not saying, doesn't? I don't think there's a vanilla LaCroix, but I'm saying like in the food world, that is a thing. Um, I don't know, but for anyone else, but for me, like I want a just good old beaver anal gland cookie right now. I just want to lick that. I want to lick that beaver anal gland cookie so hard. Beaver anal gland wafer. (laughs) That's disgusting. Yeah, I Um, mean, like it is. All of these natural natural. flavors are are questionable. Yes, and so that's where it comes in to food labeling. And I think that this we've discussed like wanting to do an entire episode about food labeling because Mm -hmm. it's very deceptive and it ties into our last episode with food dyes, where we are living in a world where we could easily be decepted 
deceived. De- no, we are decepted. It's a whole new word, Jonna. Don't, <laughs> don't worry be about decepted. it. Don't be worried about it. Don't be worried. It's fine. <laughs> we I'm could just, easily be deceived. We could easily be deceived by deceptive people. Um, and so it's basically decepted that's funny um and i really was just gonna keep going i knew you were i was like nope i knew i was wrong but i was like i can't not stop you know (laughs) if i stop it i can't stop wrong yeah i just can't um and so uh no and so it's like we're in that that state of the englishman Mm -hmm. feeling as though we're eating a cookie where it's like we thought we're eating a naturally flavored vanilla cookie, but yeah. we're eating a beef anal gland cookie. Beaver. Beef beaver anal gland <laughs> cookie. Which is then, I mean, we could debate because it's like, is it bad for you to have beaver anal gland juices? No idea. I don't know. No idea. But I feel like that's where like. <laughs> but I want to know if I'm doing it. Right. That's my thing where it's like we as the consumers have a right to know what's right. exactly Instead of in other it. natural flavors. Yes. Where it's like. I understand why you want to just have the term natural flavors on your product because it looks more appealing and it feels gland. Yeah. Like your product is going to want to be purchased more than that. Mm-hmm. And I so, mean, you could always just find the Latin word for beaver and probably throw it on there. Exactly. And, and then someone would probably never look it up. Exactly. Um, or make it sound really fancy like the French do. And I'll gland of the beaver. Exactly. <laughs> And people be like, oh, my God, did you know that I am eating this cookie that has the most exclusive flavor from France? Exactly. And it's supposed to make you like 10 times younger. Yeah. That's all the key. You, and all you have to do is if like, OK, do some tests, see if it can make you feel younger. And then all the women of L.A. would buy your product and you could label it. Beaver anal gland. Yep. <laughs> it's true. I don't know. So the question is, is it synthetic? Is it natural? And even so we're going to get into what these things are that it's claiming. So the limonene, linalool, propanate mm-hmm. and the linalool are yeah. the three ingredients that they're specifically naming out what those exactly are. When I was researching for this episode, I couldn't even find a difference between the synthetic and natural version of their like, I don't know, their Functions. Functions. Yeah. It's the same thing as a multivitamin. Right. Multivitamins are synthetic versions right. of them most of the time. They're functioning potentially the same way as the natural source. But it's not the natural but source. But it's not the natural source. So right. it's like it may not be doing any damage to you. It's just about knowing what you're taking exactly. or what you're drinking. And so I personally am on the side of like... I don't think that we need to worry about it because I don't think that there's anything bad. It's like, so if you're concerned about this lawsuit in a health aspect, mm-hmm. you shouldn't be. I don't think so. Either. You shouldn't be at all. This is about just the food industry and us as consumers. Yes. That's what this battle is. Yes. And we should dig in because those claims in the lawsuit are very lofty. It's terrifying, yes. actually. Treat or causes cancer kidney failures mm-hmm. like kidney cancer is that what it was you said kidney failure or like kidney, kidney failures tumors? and tumors cancer it's in cockroaches or insecticides yeah. um think about it though cockroaches are attracted to like florally she you know yeah i mean like i mean 
Yeah. Let's go through the ingredients and I'll give my opinion on each of them. Well, we kind of already have. Okay. Like multiple times so, now. So well, what are each of these things? So limonene. Limonene is a diterpene. Yes. And, and it, it is, is in the peel of orange and lime and lemons. Exactly. Limonene. Yes. Limonene. Yeah. Lemon. Um, so like it's going to be a lot of times like for essential oils, they actually are using the peel and yeah. then they're like extracting it from the peel yes Mm -hmm. um so that has a lot of limonene in it yeah which is natural and the difference i think that the the difference for a lot of people need to understand an essential oil getting it from the actual peel or you like using like the peel of something in a Mm -hmm. recipe or things like that you're getting all the phytochemicals this natural flavor like this d-limonene Mm-hmm. It doesn't have any of those phytochemical properties. Like that's the issue. That's the thing I think people like if they're trying to compare it to essential oils and an essence of an oil. Right. Is very different. Right. You're just getting a flavor component. Like they're extracting the flavor component from it. Not the benefit. Not the benefits right. from it. Right. Um, so I feel like you can't compare them. And even I was thinking like their suppliers that do this. Yeah. Those... Essential oils aren't regulated. So what's interesting to me and hard to figure out is with like LaCroix that's mm-hmm. using an, an essential oil. I'm putting in quotes. Um, you need to say essence oil because it's not an essential oil for them. oil. Yeah. yeah. Is that essence oil regulated by the FDA? Yes. So someone here has the answers very quickly because yeah. that's, but like, Essential oils, if you find like a super cheap lemon oil, you are probably going to have a lot of synthetic yeah, ingredients in For it sure. versus like a good quality third party tested oil that's going to be like the real thing. Yeah. I think the difference where they are going to be like monitored or scrutinized is that essential oils fall underneath like supplements. Right. And this is a food. Right. So, limonene mm-hmm. can be great. Yeah. Like we said, it can actually, it's actually been shown to potentially be a cancer fighter. Yeah. Uh, so, that's not scary to me. And I could no. not find, I mean, I did not dig into the deepest, deepest depths, but I did dig around for a while, could not find anything that was like negative. Yeah. Unless you're drinking gallons yeah. of limonene. <laughs> yeah. And straight limonene. Right. Like not like, anything else. Exactly. Which would be awful. Even which, like three yeah. drops would be a lot. Yes. This is like, if you know anything about the essential oil world, if you put like a drop of lemon essential oil in your water, your water is potently lemon. Yes. So um, it's such a small amount that's going into these, I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, I haven't third party, I haven't lab tested this situation, but I doubt seriously it's an excessive amount of limonene going into these. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> linalool. Linalool. Linalool propanate. Propanate? Propanate. Uh-huh. Guys. It's okay. That's why I'm here. <laughs> yes. Okay. So linalool propanate. Propanate? Propanate. Oh, gosh. <laughs> what the heck? That one is... In lavender, correct? Am I right? Hold on, I'm pulling it up. I have this listed. It's exactly what they're in. Linalool for sure is in lavender, but also linalool propanate. We're going to have to transition. 
All right. So <laughs> linalool propanate is found in lavender, sage, ginger. So those are natural things yeah. uh, that are used to flavor things. Yes. All the time. Yep. Um, and then that linalool. we consume. Linalool, when we were talking about it. So those are two separate things. And I actually don't fully understand what the big difference between linalool propanate, propanate and linalool is. Yeah. Do you? Uh, I would have to look it up. But basically, there's a ton of different things. And it's just about how the chemical is actually made up. So there might be like something added to it. Right. So it's like the linalool. And then it has something added to right. it to make it the propionate. So the linalool is part of like when we were talking about sleep or anxiety. Uh-huh. That is a big component in helping you with that. Aid and that's what's in lavender, lavender mm-hmm. or what we were talking about in lavender. Um, so what's interesting is people are like linalool is in cockroach insecticide, insecticide. <laughs> where that's actually something that is not terrible for you. No. I mean, uh, if we we are going to talk about this a lot, I'm sure at some point, but all natural ways to like defend your home against bugs. insects or bugs is lavender oil or peppermint oil essential or, oils are yeah used all and the so time. it's like it's that mm-hmm. so it's and you, it you would still termites put the same are thing. orange oil i think i have no idea yeah there i mean there's a ton of essential oils are used. issue right now so if you could tell me what i probably um, can. really hate like gnats hate i would really love that I probably can help you i sprayed lavender and rosemary and sage all over Does everything i haven't opened my window again i don't know same thing yeah, again, and I've been opening my window, and it was fine. <laughs> Side note, I have an issue right now that gnats <laughs> are coming in to my house, and they, like, just congregate on my white molding and where the light is, and then they all of a sudden just stopped. And I was able to open the window for, like, two weeks, able to open my window at night, and then all of a sudden Kyle on uh, Saturday night, and we had people staying with us. He's like, Amanda, I really don't want to, like freak you out or make you upset but they're back they're back and i just looked up and again it was just one time we were over at her house for rosebuds and i was like (sighs) trying not to embarrass her because it is actually shockingly it's disgusting it's shocking against the white to look at and i like looked up and i was all um amanda (laughs) don't freak out but and i just like pointed worried about this is what you said we should be worried about this it's so disgusting. And then and whenever then out. I freak out, like I go into, I'm going to kill you and all of your family yep. mode. Only towards the gnats. Towards the gnats. And it, I can't handle it. But yeah. that night I put lavender everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, my uh, Dr. Brenner <laughs> lavender bat, like soap because it's all I had at the yeah. moment. And then I used Topanga's natural like flea, flea and tick spray. You sprayed that it might everywhere. have worked. Yeah. Did it? I mean, who knows? I don't know. Either way, all of these things actually are in essential oils. Yeah. Or, so it, may, it would make sense to me. I don't know enough about essential essence. Yeah. That it would be in that. And I mean, I would like it to be the natural form of it. Me too. But I'm not super concerned of it being the synthetic form in the amount that it probably is currently. Yeah. Which I can get freaked out real easily about ingredients. And this one just did not freak me out. I think it's just like from a health perspective, I agree completely with you where I'm like, it's not scary. Like I'm not Mm -hmm. worried about it. I think from a food labeling perspective, 
right. for the people who care. And just for us, like where it's like, if I really am trying to just live a life where I don't have any synthetic things, I have the right to know if you're labeling something natural and right. if it is a synthetic version, then like, just don't put natural on it. Right. Just say, essence, I mean, this could be a trickle down um, whatever lawsuit situation. If they're claiming the people they're using say it's 100% natural yeah. and then they the people they're using it's just like oh yeah convoluted who knows if the fda would be like well then it's on you to like third party test your exactly oils before you use them so there are some options here if you yes. are terrified of LaCroix. yes one i'm really digging like amanda said earlier the organic trader joe's it's so good flavored seltzer water and that just shows every ingredient on the box yes. all of them are organic yes there are calories in it because there's actual juice right. in it from it versus like if you're looking for a zero calorie um carbonated water or sparkling water um you would just get sparkling water yeah plain get a mineral water and add your own like dif- infuse water with mm-hmm. fruit or add a like literally squeeze a lemon into it yeah which I have done before. The thing is, is like, it is nice to just have a can yes, that for sure is, is already done for you. Yes. But like, if I have a party or a girl's day, I will usually like buy plain sparkling water and yeah. infuse mint and strawberries and cucumbers in it. Yeah. Because um, it's pretty. It's beautiful. So it's an option. Yeah. Um, But also you do- shouldn't be afraid of this. No. It's delicious and it is a great option. The thing is... I do wish that we knew what natural flavor was because like right now I'm drinking a pamplemousse, uh, which is grapefruit flavored. And I would like to know if there's grapefruit flavor in this, like what is making it like, it'd be nice to know. It could just say grapefruit essence. Well, that's especially good to know. Like if there is any like actual parts of the grapefruit in there, obviously it's just the essence. So it's just the flavor, not like the nutritional, but For people who are taking medicine or something, grapefruit is an interactor for m- so many medications. Right. That it's like, that would be nice to know, like, what is in there and is it affecting right. my medicine? Exactly. But from a health benefit in the overall, you shouldn't be scared of this lawsuit for a health aspect. Right. Like, it's and still And don't be fine afraid of lavender you. now. I, now no. I feel like people are afraid of lavender now. And it's not just, we had... Um, a DM about lavender uh-huh. and then I've actually seen on a lot of boards people being worried about lavender and let I mean yeah if you're taking a billion times what you're supposed to be taking it's going to be bad for you but you're yeah. probably fine no I don't know anyone that's internally getting a ton of lavender like an excessive amount um, and even those studies are like the essential oil I think that mm-hmm. would say this is really bad for you at this level. Yeah. Where it becomes poisonous. Yeah. But you can make I that mean, argument for almost anything if it's like a very concentrated thing. And I personally don't really, I don't ingest any essential essential oils. Yeah. So maybe just don't ingest I'll essential oils. It's not oils. my jam either. Yeah. Anytime things have been made with like essential oils in it, like a drink or something, I'm like, but why? Like well, I would rather put it on me. Or I would rather just like eat the food. They might be, there's just like the quality control issues and also just the no studies. Yes. So I'm definitely on that side where I'm like, yeah. Oh. So some of the anxiety um, 
all the anxiety studies I found were actually using essential oil internally Mm. was how they were taking their lavender and they were seeing amazing benefits with it. Uh, but unfortunately because that industry is not regulated in any way, we just don't have a way to know what product is okay for you to be taking internally. Internally. So totally in vivo. Yes. Good job. Becoming like a med student. Um, so yeah, LaCroix, I think you can keep drinking it. We are. We're still drinking it right right now. Now (laughs) we're like, I am craving LaCroix right now. Um, I'm really craving some uh, limoline. Limoline. Linalool sounds Linalool sounds awesome right now. Um, And you can make cocktails with it. Yes. Sparkling cocktails. I mean, obviously, that's what like this whole resurgence of carbonated water and stuff was to begin with. I will say I have become more of a fan of just sparkling water or mineral water Mm -hmm. more so than a LaCroix. Like if I, if I have the choice, I would choose just a sparkling water over a flavored in general, but it's nice to have a can that's already flavored, but I do choose like, I'm really into Topo Chico's. Mm -hmm. This is great. I mean, Trader Joe's also has great options. Oh my gosh. I drink theirs all the time. Pellegrino's. What you don't you want to say, Pellegrigio? I looked it up and it's not a thing. I know. It's what not. is? I feel like that's like a cheese. I, like you're thinking Parmesan Reggiano? Maybe. I don't know. There might be a cheese. I I literally get confused all the time. I always <laughs> say that, and I always like if you hear me say Pellegrino, I always stop for a second. I go Pellegrino. It's like the Bellagio <laughs> and Pellegrino mixed together. <laughs> Maybe I just says oh just always have Vegas on my mind. Who Maybe. knows? Um Yeah. So our verdict is keep drinking LaCroix if yep. you want to. And keep drinking uh mineral water or sparkling yeah. water. This is one of those things that I doubt the food industry all the time, but this is one of those things where I feel like it's a total just ploy to try to get money. It's a ploy to get money or we need just clearer labels so yeah. that this doesn't happen. Yeah, which is not necessarily LaCroix's fault. No, I mean, uh, they they are following the, the FDA guidelines. guidelines. Yeah. I mean, it, it, and again, caveat, it's annoying. They don't just release what's in their crap. Yes, it is. But they don't have to. They don't have to legally. So, so vote. Exactly. <laughs> vote. And I mean, that's the thing, though. Like, we always say this, and I think we've said it multiple times, that... I think people kind of forget that, like, the food industry is does have lobbyists. Yeah. They do have people on Capitol Hill fighting for them and not for us. Yep. And so it is something that should be, you should care about. You should care about where these, like, senators, mm-hmm. their, like, allies are because yep. if they're voting for all these lobbyists... They're not taking our health into consideration, mm-hmm. and we are the ones that are, like, fighting the fight. For like, all you millennials out there, and by that I mean us. Yes. Uh, if you care about health care, yeah. this is a way to this actually way care to about health care. Yes. So. And so I hope that this person isn't just being litigious. I think that if anything comes of it, I hope that just clear, bit, clear, better labeling yeah, comes from too. it. So right. And less greediness on all parts. Yeah. Cheers to bubbles. Cheers to bubbles. <laughs> and have a great anything new that you're gonna do this week before no. we go. Oh, TB update. Bleh. I'm Bleh. still just have to take so I started taking 
um, like a really, really intense probiotic that's mm-hmm. for people that have like, um, like bad infections. Yes. Um, and like C. diff, but yeah. she doesn't have C. diff. She no. only has TB guys. Don't worry. <laughs> and crazily enough, whether it's placebo, I don't know. I took it for the first time yesterday and like two hours after I took it, I felt like the most energetic I felt in a long time. Yeah. And it was nighttime. Very rare. I've been so tired lately. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe there's something to it. Maybe. Took it. I'm probably going to try to take it the whole course, which is crazy, but it's kind of like, I don't know. Three months is a long time to not have, be having any good beneficial yeah. bacteria in your body. We talked about it before we started the podcast that basically like a lot of people's arguments is that that's just going to like kill all of her, the probiotics Mm -hmm. she's taking. But if it's making her feel better, it's relieving stress. Well, the way I'm viewing it is you have to take them two hours apart if you take a probiotic and antibiotic. So I'll do the antibiotic whenever and then two hours later, two hours or the opposite time of day if it's once a day. Um, And then hopefully at least for those like eight hours yeah, in you're between getting such good I have like good ben- bacteria living in my gut to try and then I'll just be like eating as much pro and prebiotic food mm-hmm. as possible and yeah. bone broth and hopefully I don't destroy my life you're not gonna destroy your <sighs> life I promise that's it you've come out of um extreme antibiotics before and you weren't mm-hmm. on top of it and this time you are so you're gonna come out like so good just think about like your life as the like first hipster and then yeah. just be like, you're setting the tone again. People are going to be like, oh my gosh, you take probiotics with antibiotics? Didn't even know. Jonna told me. <laughs> I'm like on the forefront of every you're trend. You're on the forefront of every yeah. trend, Jonna. And we do have probiotics that we love taking for the yes. reg. Um, but I just started taking one that's like intense, intense, ridiculously intense. And yeah. <clears throat> yes, pricey, but hopefully worth it. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. Anything new with you? Well, that's your TB update. Um, bah. what is new with me? Oh, the show's coming back for sure on Wednesday night Yay. filming, um, which is going to be fun. Everyone on that show is super nice. Um, so Watch on my block, guys. See my house just a little bit. Actually, I don't know how much you see my house, but you see it a, f- a few times. Um, but I don't think anything like new crazy. Um, I think we were going to try to go to something on Friday night, but we're rescheduling. And so it's going to be so fun and exciting. Yeah, it's going to be an I episode. Overbooking myself. Because John is really popular and everyone needs her and wants her. And so I have to book time with them. <laughs> it is definitely not even people that are uh, ruining my life. It's scheduled <laughs> events that yes. I have way too many going on. Yes. But you have a lot going on. I do. Um, which is good, though. True. It's always good. Yeah. But other than that. And then adoption yeah. update. An adoption update. Yes, adoption um, update. So we are so close to going active which i think i've said before the match time's really short with the with the consultant that we're using who yes is in multiple agencies so our our average match time is four and a half months i'm hoping for like a quicker match yes. we'll see um but we have to get clearance for the states that they work with and every state in the country uses these finger this fingerprint system or is mm-hmm. okay with this live scan yeah. update which 
I don't know, everyone that works in at least L.A. has to do it. Like you go get live scanned to make sure that they can do their criminal fingerprint background check. Uh, But Texas, Texas, good old Texas doesn't. So currently right now I'm just in the middle of getting all our Texas clearances, which is so freaking annoying. You're welcome. Thanks, Texas. You actually, I howdy. The thing is that you should actually love Texas so much because they're the most pretentious state. They are. Except for I don't, I'm anti that because (laughs) I'm the most pretentious. I know, but I feel like you would fit in. Like you would want to like embrace that pretentiousness because it just adds to what you can be pretentious about. Yeah. Logan was like, are you from Texas? And I was like, no, don't judge my hair. Stop. Just because my hair looks like it's a beauty pageant ready all the time because <laughs> that's the only style i know how to do my nickname was jonna pudeliana when i was little don't judge me don't judge me don't put your texas persona on me no i'm from arizona which is basically just mini texas yes so yeah it's okay except for better mexican food i mean you have to just clarify that because tex-mex is is, is its own thing and can't be qualified as Mexican Tex-Mex food. is not good. Tex-Mex is its own thing and gauntlet. you just have to like enjoy queso. I like queso. That's the only Tex-Mex that's good. So good. Every other part of Tex-Mex is not good. And queso, queso is could be a whole episode about not using Velveeta. Oh my gosh. Yes. Um, okay. So that's it. We're done. Yeah. We so have- you will no, So you have the Texas. <laughs> I'm just running. Fingerprints. Yeah, that's, and, then and then you're going to be active. And so just so like listeners know that whenever Jonna does get this baby, we have stuff out in line. So it's not like the podcast is just on hold. We're going to yeah. keep giving you episodes we and won't updates leave you on, on Jonna. Um, but whenever that time comes, which will keep you posted, we'll keep you posted. for sure. It's we have ex- fun, exciting things coming for that. But yeah. Um, and then. Yay! Shirt. shirt. So it's on the website. Up. Live. Get yeah. your Yep, I did, Get that your shirt. I did that shirt. Because and you did it. You did it. And, and they're so cute. They're so cute. Our friend Becca did so great. Yes. And um, there's going to be more shirts to come. And so definitely get yours and post pictures in it. Um, tag us. Let yes. us see how you cute you style your outfits with your Yep, I did that shirt. Yay. Yeah, we can't wait to see you in your gear. Yes. Um, and <gasps> that's. Sorry, Penny just tail, tail smacked hit a the candle. candle. Um, yeah, so I think that's all we got. So go to the Instagram. It will be in our link tree um, on our link in our bio. It will take you straight to where you yep. can purchase the shirts. Our website. And we have a limited run right now. So you get on it, get your size, and yes. get it shipped to you. Yay. It'll okay. be so good. Um, so cheers with our LaCroix. Cheers. You can't hear it, but. Clink. I tried it to be as loud as possible. It was almost dangerous. <laughs> not working cans are the best everywhere not the best um but we love you guys (laughs) that was jonna clinking her Lacroix. yes um we love you guys and thank you so much for listening uh subscribe and if you haven't left a a review review. leave a review and uh, we hope that you guys have a gloriously fantastic bubbly effervescent an effervescently filled week yes all right bye bye